Scene two, the front yard. Sadie Thorne, a girl of 12 years of age, is spit out of the house. Oh, rock of my soul in the bosom of Abraham. Rock of my soul in the bosom of Abraham. Rock of my soul in the bosom of Abraham. Oh, rock of my soul. Rock of my soul in the bosom of Agnes now. Rock of my soul in the bosom of Agnes now. Rock of my soul in the bosom of Agnes now. Oh, rock of my soul. Rockin' my soul in the bosom Sadie's mother, Antoinette Thorne, is spit from the house onto the front porch. Sadie, stop talking to yourself and get your dirty behind up them stairs and into the tub. But mama, I don't believe washing is good for my generic makeup and development. I don't give a rat's ass about your makeup cause you're gonna march your unclean body up them stairs. You realize that the body is made up of hundreds and millions of tiny cells and any contact we make brushes them off our skin and die. What if I was to put my body in the tub and dissolve and disappear? There'd only be a whole bunch of dead brown cells floating in the tub. Then you'd be sad and start crying. And for the funeral, you'd put my cells in a tank and have to bury me that way. But water evaporates, so you'd have to live with the memory that you led me to my death with nothing left behind to mourn over. Antoinette stands puzzled and looks to the heavens. Yes, Lord, this is the seed you blessed me with. Look, little girl. I don't care if you rub dry soap all over your body. You'll be clean before you go to bed. Okay. Okay what? Okay, Mama. I'm going to take my dirty behind up them stairs and get clean. Sadie gives her a big smile as she walks up the stairs, opens the front door, and lets it close behind her. I'm getting a little too old to be treated like this. I heard that! Clifford Thorne walks into the yard. He is tired from a full day's work, yet his spirit is not broken. Ooh, hey, baby. Mm. Clifford kisses her and lightly on the mouth. Where my sweet lips this evening? I didn't get a chance because I was fooling with that crazy daughter of yours. Now, you should be able to take a little time out to get sweet for me. I look forward to it. And every day you expect it. You remember as teenagers, we were sitting on your mama's stoop, <laughs> and you were eating some of those sugar-coated gummy candies. Mm-hmm. I looked at your beautiful mouth, the way it was curling around each candy, and I licked oh. my lips a little. Mm-hmm. You remember? <laughs> then you licked yours a little. I came a little closer, and you played with me by popping one of those candies in your mouth real quick. Oh. Left sugar all over your lips, and I kissed it off you. Mm. They lean into each other and kiss. Antoinette blushes. He pats her backside. Mm-hmm. Where's that child of mine? In the house taking a bath. I wanted her clean before supper. She actually went and did it? Not before she told me some crap about her cells dying in her funeral. That's my girl. Her school called again today. Mm. They say she's not being challenged and should skip two grades. And I tell them we're trying to make sure she fits into her peer group. Mm -hmm. They told me I should reconsider. Well, we've tried to this point to make her life as normal as possible. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to stop now. She'll stay in her right grade and that's final. I'll call a damn school and tell them that myself. Well, she got another blue bottle a couple days ago. Clifford stares blankly at her and says nothing. Cliff, I said she got another blue bottle a couple days ago. I heard you. What do you want me to do about it? Look, I'm going in the house and wash up for supper. Well, I have to warm it up first. Leftovers. Again. Why have we been eating leftovers for three days straight? Two days. Is there a big goddamn difference? Don't start with me today. What hell? 
What do you do all day that you can't cook a meal? I look after Sadie. Oh, that tired excuse again? That child goes off to school while you sit here dreaming all, all damn day. Woman, you got more fucking excuses Don't than enough. Don't you yell. She might hear you. You one lazy bitch if I ever saw one. All I oh. ask you to do is look after her, and you can't even seem to do that. Cliff. I'm doing the best I can. Mm -hmm. I walk around the house all day on eggshells. I try to scold her and tell her what to do, but she won't listen to me. I'm scared of what she's becoming. No matter what she is, she's your daughter and she has to respect you. She looks at me with eyes of something ancient beyond me and she knows it. What do you expect from her? For her to act like a normal 11-year-old. To be a little girl. She is a little girl. She's just different is all. But she's freaky, Cliff. Doesn't it just strike you a bit bizarre with all that has happened? With how much this has affected our marriage? What do you want me to do? Talk to her at least. Find out how much she remembers, how much she knows and feels. I don't want to know the answers to those Mrs. Rose, an elderly white woman, comes up to the yard. How are you two doing this lovely evening? Fine, Mrs. Rose. How are you? I'm okay, except every time I turn on my television about this time of day, I get some terrible interference with my reception. Well, if it's the picture, I can take a look at it. No, it's not that. It's more in the area of sound. Not static, necessarily, but the sound of people arguing. And the sound I recently realized isn't coming from the television, but from outside. I traced the sound today, and I ended up here. The moment I saw you two, it stopped. So, you can fix my problem by making sure that the noise from that couple is either kept indoors or you tell them to work out their relationship to be a loving and quiet one. Do you understand? Yes, Mrs. Rose. We'll see what we can do. Thank you so very much. How's the little one? She's such a precious dear. She's fine, Mrs. Rose. If you'll excuse me, we were just on our way inside for supper. I don't smell anything. Oh, my goodness. I was reading about that in the paper. Reading about what? Well, it's a proven medical fact that when the elderly don't have much going on in their own lives, their bodies begin to deteriorate. The senses especially. You know, Mrs. Rose likes sight, hearing, and smell. Well, I'll be going now. You two have a nice night. Nosy old bitch. Antoinette and Cliff are sucked into the house. End of scene two.